From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KTYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Hey, we are the Forum for the Fans. The Bleed Blue Show on post-game Nickelbacca Avenue Fan Forum. And, uh... (laughs) I am speechless, man, because normally we would come on as the game ends uh, when the clock hits triple zero, whether we win or lose. But I haven't been annoyed at a Nick game this bad in the Tom Thibodeau era, probably till tonight. There may have been some games here and there in between that, but none like this. None like this. Not just because of his, because of the opponent. It could have been anybody. The Knicks had a 23-point lead in the second quarter, and not only they squandered the lead in the, the second quarter, uh, in a matter of 10 to 11 minutes. It, it, the defense, I never thought I would think to say this, but we already bad defensive ba- basketball team. Matter of fact, I, I, I had that in my mind last week versus the Hornets. Uh, we give up a lot of points, and a lot of the interior defense is being exposed. I think this uh, Hartenstein experiment was a gamble uh, in the sense of coming off the bench. They went in, in a, they went in a different direction. I mean, it's still the season's still early, but they went in a diff- different direction in regards of, okay, they had traditional guys, um, you know, uh, Nerlens Noel, even though he only played one season and two years ago, but then he was pretty much banged up. Last year, they didn't even see the floor, it felt like, right? He played a lot of Taj Gibson, and Taj is a guy who's going to get down in the trenches and do the work for you. And I think you're missing that intensity off the bench when it comes to Taj Gibson. But offensively, man, that was a that was the worst quarter I've seen in the Tom Thibodeau era in that third quarter. We and I scored by 20 points. Uh, Knicks can't hold leads. You saw it in Charlotte. You saw it in Cleveland on Sunday, and you saw it a 23-point lead in the second quarter. You lose it in literally less than a quarter, like 10, 11, 12 minutes or something like 10 to 11 minutes. The Knicks are a bad defensive basketball team, and I think uh, our ceiling is probably, probably eighth. I say at best seventh, but the more that I watch it, and we play more of the tougher teams. See, the more we play the tougher teams, the more we get exposed. And in, 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 to be honest with you, the Hawks, we should be better than the Hawks. I believe we are better than the Hawks. But this was a big letdown night in the fact that DeJounte Murray went off on us. And then he did a lot of his going off on us when Trey Young was out with the eye contusion or whatever the fuck that was. He played his explosion defensively, playing the passing lanes. He's got that long wingspan, jumping passes and getting in uh, in breakaways, and he gets you dimes. You know, he had a very good shooting night. He was making perimeter shots, getting into the lane. He did it all tonight. Gets you assists, everything, shebang. I mean, he running a break, feeding the big man on a break, man. He, I mean, they got a good pickup in him to go with Trey Young. I still don't think it's enough for them, but as far as tonight, 
Uh, the Knicks were fucking embarrassed. Let's think about this. 23-point lead, and you were down at least 15. That's a 38-39 point swing. An NBA player, uh, no NBA team should be giving up a 38-39 point swing at home, let alone the road. But at home, um, I feel bad for the fans who thought they were going to see a win tonight. I feel bad for the fans that made their way to the arena, spent a lot of money because we all know the Garden tickets are crazy high to begin with. And for that to happen, um, I, they're going to. They, I mean, if they're really serious about trying to make some sort of playoff run, uh, you know, you know, seeing things going on within the division along with coaching changes with the other teams, if they're really going to make a, 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 a definitely change, they're going to have to go for somebody interior that could score, and they're missing that a lot. I'm not talking about just Randall. I'm talking about somebody off the bench. Um, I mean, when they're off, they're off, man. I mean, and Jalen Brunson had a bad game. You know, he, uh, they all did. To be honest with you, like, they did their thing in the first half. But the second half, that, yeah, the third quarter, basically. The third quarter was so flat with the starters in there. No energy, no life. I just hope there's nothing more to that than what happened or what we saw tonight. I, I just, uh... I'm, I'm, I'm damn near speechless. I damn near didn't even want to come on to speak on what I saw. But we've done this for many years. We saw a lot of terrible basketball with the Knicks on this, you know, after the game on this platform. You know, we've we've been around the block, around you know, we've been around the block talking about this shit. But as far as expectations for a team that's going to make the playoffs versus a team that's probably going to be, you know, you might have to see them in the play the playing round. I know it's only one game. But to be embarrassed like that, to be exposed like that, uh, you can't defend. Uh, I mean, here's the crazy thing. Trey Young didn't even have a great game. He didn't even have a good game. He shot terrible in that first quarter. He was like 2 for 12 or some shit like that. Trey Young, that's the thing about that particular team tonight, where they got smoked in the previous game versus the Raptors. They came back down 20 fucking three. 23, y'all, and led by literally by one man and just totally dominated. I'm just very speechless because I thought the Knicks collectively would be able to get the job done with the talent of players. You have, uh, you know, Randall, Barrett, uh, Jalen Brunson, and an occasional Fournier here and there. I mean, you have enough scoring to get it done against this particular Hawks team, and and you couldn't even buy a bucket in that third quarter. Uh, you saw the return of Quentin Grimes. Uh, he played in garbage minutes. Um, you're never going to hear none of it about this Cam Reddish energy because ever since that Memphis game, you know, he made a nice little layup in the fourth quarter tonight. But outside of that, like, where the fuck is Cam Reddish? Where's all that Cam Reddish energy from Knicks fans? Where is it? I haven't seen it. Haven't heard of it. You know what I'm saying? Not since the Memphis game. I mean, that's what you're going to get out of Cam Reddish. He'll have one of the, like, oh, my God, he's he's arrived moments like he did opening night in Memphis. And then he's going for, like, the next 10 days. Like, it's so – he just disappears, man. Just disappears. I, I'm just – I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing up for a loop, man. I, I mean, I'm just burnt – you know, just burnt out just thinking about – not only just, you know, watching our teams – and talking about it and getting it out there, you get the you know, listeners to talk about it and all this other shit. But 
I just need a game like this was supposed to uplift your spirit. A game like this was supposed to, um, you know, put a smile on your face after a long, I don't know, a couple of weeks, maybe a month. But the fact to go out like this, go out like this, they made they made Steve, they made me jump on this motherfucker ten minutes before the end of the game, to just so I could have a say. So I can have a piece of mine and get my therapy off, get my event off, all right? The Knicks lose. I don't even know the score. I know they lost. And we had to get on here because I, I, I said it last week in that Hornet game, that Hornet win. And then I said, um, what did I say? I said about, okay, I can understand losing to Milwaukee. Um, I didn't see the game, but I heard it in my earbuds, you know, when I was traveling for the Giant game in Seattle last Friday. I I knew that third quarter was, was, you know, they were down like six and a half, and they got to the, um, then Milwaukee went on a run. Okay, cool, whatever. It's Milwaukee. They're a tough out, you know. Uh, Giannis does what Giannis does. But the Cleveland game, guys, I mean, they were up double digits. And the Knicks blow leads like it's nothing. They, they, They blow leads. Like, it's like crack in the 80s. Like, the blow is gone off the table. It's all snorted up. That's the Knicks lead. It's, 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 the, it's the residue uh, chopped up, uh, 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 the powder. It's just all gone. If you got you know, got them all in our family, you know what I mean? Just it's snorted it all up. That's the Knicks lead. The Knicks can't, the Knicks can't hold leads. Uh, Donovan Mitchell went off to, uh, on Sunday. I think that was a statement for him, I think, for obvious reasons. And he had a little bit of help with Kevin Love, of course. And and that's another thing about that team, because Levert on the other night had just went off, right? And then tonight, what the fuck was that? Like I am I I, I we've been doing this shit for eight years and I know we have had a lot of those bad Nick teams, so I'm gonna put that to the side because we, we know they were bad. But to be up twenty three fucking points, blow that shit in about ten, eleven minutes on your home court, come out at halftime and be that flat without even a Trey Young. Trey Young was even he was he was hurt. He, he two for twelve, hurt, did nothing. His running mate, new guy on the team, DeJounte Murray, destroyed the fucking Knicks all by himself. I think I've said enough so when the guys get on here and they hear the playback, you know, it would all make sense by the time um uh, what I just said. So I'm. I was expected to come here, come on here to be really, really happy. Got Av with us. We got Mr. Live. Av say hello. I, I'm. I'm just depressed watching this shit. Av say hello real quick. I'll go right back to you, but just say hello real quick. We get live on. How you doing, man? Uh, do I really have to say hello at this point? I mean, that was wow, wow. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Let's bring on the guys. Right, right, yeah. Live, what's up, man? How you doing, boss? How's everything, man? What's um, depressed, man? I mean, among other things, man, it's, it's just that 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 right there, like was it, 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 like I, I it looked like Fizdale was coaching, and we back at the at the at the head of the tank, man. I I, I don't know what that was, V. I like I really really don't. I I, I can't right. even explain it. Yeah. Right, right. Mm. We'll definitely get to it. Av, go ahead and fire away. I've already been on here during the fourth quarter, just sounding off. 
you go ahead and see see your piece, but this is what I want do notice though, Av. The Knicks interior defense, especially coming off the bench, is weak. Uh we're getting exposed. Uh, I think we were gonna miss Taj Gibson because of that. Uh even Nerlens Noel two years ago when he had that. Where the fuck is Sims? I don't is Sims what happened to Sims? But anyway, i I'm noticing little things like that, Av. I, I don't even know where you could go, but I mean, we got destroyed, embarrassed. Like I don't, I am, I can't even imagine what Nick's Twitter looks like tonight. I'm gonna shut the fuck up, go ahead and fire away, and we go to live, man. I, I, wow. You know tonight's performance. Although you, you can't really put the blame on just one person, but it's performances like this that will get a head coach fired. It is performances like that. When you have a when you have a Trey Young shooting two for twelve and you're up twenty three points after the first quarter, you had you held their bench to to, to the big goose egg at halftime. And you lose by this much. I I don't think I've I, this has to be among one of the worst losses that we probably have ever covered here in the Blue, Blue Show. Like you're right, we've been here eight nine years, and we've covered some you know some really horrific and 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 mind numbing and heartbreaking and you know crazy losses like this, but never to like to the to the point where we're up twenty three and then you lose by eighteen. That's you know, that's like one of those, you know, catastrophic nightmares of collapses. That's like in, 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 almost in the realm of the, the 2004 Boston Red Sox being down 0-3. Um, I mean, that's a collapse of, of, of a huge calamity. And I'm sorry, but you cannot excuse a single member of the New York Knicks you can't even blame it on the jersey because remember a few years ago we used to blame it on the orange, those ugly orange ones. Now we're going to blame it on the statement jerseys that, that came out this year. Look, the, the Knicks for the last fucking three or four games haven't been able to put put four four quarters together to make a dollar, and it's and it, and it shows. And just as you said, Steve, for whatever reason, you know, Mitchell Robinson barely played in the second half. If anyone, if anyone noticed that. And, and and he was having a pretty good defensive game in that first quarter. And then you never, then you don't, you hardly ever saw him again. You know, Thibodeau just went with Hardenstein and 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 just stayed there and did not move. And yeah, you're right. Where was Sims? If you look at the stat sheet, DMP coaches decision. Why? You know, you played. Brunson was having a, a you know a, a pretty horrible game. I mean. He was almost non-existent, almost a non-factor. You better, you were better off just keeping quickly out there. I um, and then you get gifted, a, you know, Trey Young before he starts to kind of feel himself again. You, you you get gifted him being out of the game for about seven or eight minutes because you know because he got slapped in the face by Randall, and what the hell? DeJounte Murray, another guy that people people were saying the Knicks should have gone after. Having the having like, you know, one of those garden nights, thirty four points, like like twenty five steals, Jesus Christ. I mean this guy I never said anything bad about DeJounte Murray. I always thought that, you know, he was a good player, 
but this is what we used to call like one of those in-play games when guys would come to the garden and put on a show, and that was a show, you know, to you know to to, to, to put a statement on it. That's the kind of that's the kind of highlight reel that Murray can take into free agency and say, I can do that on a more consistent basis if I don't have to pl- if I don't have to play second fiddle to anybody. I kid you not. This game is going in its highlight reel, and it's going to be one of those. It, it, it's going to be um um you know a big negotiating tactic whenever he hits free agency. But the Knicks defensively had nothing. Um, they didn't have anything on the perimeter. They had nothing on the inside. Um, you had way too many. You had four guys you, you know, all standing on the, on the three-point line on both sides of the ball, not just, in, not just an offense because, you know, I'm already getting used to that and I'm, and I'm getting sick of it. But you had four guys on the outside. One guy kind of roaming is outmanned, outgunned, and outnumbered um, and Atlanta was having their way getting into the lane, getting out of the lane, getting second chance points, getting, you know, you know doing the running game in transition on both sides of the floor, offensive and defensive. And they pretty much had a cakewalk from like the midway second quarter all the way down. They cakewalked and they, they, they essentially humiliated the Knicks. And, and right now, anybody who's a Nick fan should be, you know, somewhat embarrassed for what just happened tonight. That was, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I'm actually, you know, I'll be honest with you. Ev, I thought you were going to blow a gasket tonight. You're actually calmer than I thought you would be. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? You know what? A lot of things have happened to me today. So, you know, much more bigger things have happened. Um, on a okay. personal note, I got fired. I got fired from work today, so you know that's. Oh shit! I got that. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. Hey, 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 hey! Don't be sad for Nickelback. Nickelback is going to be all right. He's got he's got options and he's got leads. But the fact of the matter is, I'm watching this game thinking, oh, this is going to be a you know good pick me up, good pick me up, especially after right. that, you know that great first quarter. And then this happened, and you're like. It was like somebody kicked me in the face, and I have no idea who, where, or how they did it. But it, it happened. I, I got the bruise on my face, and I'm just like, what the hell just happened? And, I mean, I should blow a gasket lid, but I'm trying to reserve myself because I think I'm going to have to reserve it for something else. But Jesus, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, the Lord above me, you can hear me right now. This right. was fucking bullshit. Pure This is the worst loss in the Thibodeau, Nick Aaron in the three seasons. Uh, Let's go to live and get his thoughts. Now, live, this is why I'm a Marv Albert guy. I don't know how you guys feel about Breen. He kept on saying, he said it like two or three times, oh, quickly, career high 12 rebounds. Like, that's a good thing. That's not a good thing because this is exactly what I was saying. The Knicks have no interior defense. They have no rebounding. They get they get like out hustled, and if Quickly's your leading rebounder, that's a bad thing. So, but when mm-hmm. Rick says it on the on the broadcast, I'm just over here like, what the fuck? Like, this is not a good thing. Your uh, your your backup point guard should not be getting that many rebounds. That's how I look at it, and I hate when I the mean, broadcasters be saying this shit, man. But go ahead, live and yeah. uh, fire thoughts. Yeah, no, no, no. You you absolutely right. You know what I'm saying as far as. Your 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 backcourt shouldn't be 
uh, leading you in rebounds. But um, you said it, Steve. I mean, our interior, like our boards, right? To have somebody who's who's leading and leading and and block shots, right? And offensive rebounds. Um, he's not in the game enough for that to even matter. First of all, right? And again, let me not skip over the fact that you encapsulated that very, very good and saying, again, we, our, our interior, you know, fuck defense. Our interior is horrible. Our front court, let's just say that, right? Our front court is, 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 is mediocre today, mediocre. And for the last three games, it's been mediocre. We have been out-hustled on the boards. And, and, you know, cats might not say, well, it might not be by that much. It's a, it, it, it happens when, when, when we don't need it. When we get out-hustled, be the times where we be in deficits. And, and again, you can see tonight where it was just, who, did, who is this guy, your Corey? Who is that? Who is that? I, I, you know, I wish Dawn was here, man. I, 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 I'll guarantee you homie got about eight, nine rebounds. Five of them was probably offensive. All eight, nine rebounds were very key in that run, right? Um, I mean, they just manhandled us on, on, on those boards. And, and, and the lack of, of guarding that three, that three, it, 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 that is what's killing us right now. We have no way of stopping anybody who who is proficient in threes, especially a team like like Atlanta, who's built around you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, shooters, who's who, who's built their team around Trey Young's um, penetration, you know. So I, I don't, you know, here's the thing, man, and and, and a lot of people are going to disagree with me, man, but Hardenstein is not that guy. Like, he is really not that guy. And, and for me to say that, right, you have to look at, 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 at Thibodeau, and he, he thinks the exact opposite, right? Because, I mean, Hardenstein is in there in minutes where he should not be in there. Why is he in there and he's getting out hustled by 6'9 guys? He's a seven-footer. Why is a 6'9", 6'10", dude getting rebounds over you? You understand what I'm saying? If you out there for your offense, man, then score, right? Your little floaters is here, your little floaters there, whatever the case may be. You might have three from the corner, whatever the case may be. But one, you don't shoot it enough for, for the for the for the uh, defense to even care about you out there. Second of all, you don't incorporate the coaches doesn't incorporate his scoring enough again for the for the for the for the defense to care because that's not what you you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Hardenstein himself is deferring to the other scorers, which is, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I guess you know in town you want to you want to do that, but you know what? Where the fuck is Sims at? Right? Because yeah, we don't right now. We, we need we need defense. We need defense and rebounding. That that whole if you look at the holes, you know what I'm saying? Later later for them dudes. Right, let's put, let's push aside that they making them threes, right? If we would have got them rebounds, they wouldn't have had them chances to get them threes. 
right? If we, if we, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and thirdly, and I, I'm not too sure why the fuck this is even a, and I'm sorry for cursing Steve, my bad. Um, I don't no, even know. I don't, I don't, I don't know why we don't have this zone thing down pat. You know, you know, listen, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I used to say I like McMillan, right? But, but McMillan is a pest. He plays like he plays like a like a like a a five eight guy. You understand what I'm saying? You know, scratching and clawing for the ball. I mean, and he does it at the most unopportune times and the most uncomfortable times. And he will make you beat that damn. He will he will stay in that in that in that zone until you beat it. And then when you beat it, he gonna go one or two plays, and then he gonna go back to it. Especially if you're bothered, if you don't have shooters and you're bothered by it. He's going back in there, and that's exactly what he did uh, today. And last but not least, they got a lot of help from the zebras in that zone. Okay, like 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 I mean, they was caught. Everything was you blow on a on Atlanta dude, and they they giving you that foul. You know what I'm saying? They, they, it's just uh, all in all, man. Again, man, I'm still not at my little 15 game evaluation, but right now. I would tell you, um, Thibodeau's love for Hartenstein is a problem for me. Hartenstein is a problem for me. Um, I, 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 I think in, in, in lieu of points, right, as much as I really, you know what I'm saying, because I'm not really a Cam guy, I think Cam needs to start over um, Fournier. I really do. Okay, and if he don't start over, or if Cam don't start, when 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 Grimes get back, he need to be working his way up into starting that. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, let let's let's just let's just call call a a a a flower pot a flower pot. That man can't defend for nothing, and every time somebody get on him, that they eyes light up. Okay, so between him and Brunson, this is not work. This it's not working, man. I it's man. That's a, it's a sieve right there. So I, I and really this was a strange game, like Nickelbacker Ave said. It was just, it's just really like Jesus. What just happened? What what did the whole team? The, shame the, the starters. Well, I mean, I mean, we, there's a lot. I've, um, there's a lot. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll be no, no, no. Do you think? Do you think? No, no. I'm coming. We can go back and forth in that with Ave. Dejounte uh, Murray. Nah, that's he killed us. Yeah. Oh, oh. He oh. Was a, I mean, he but was, he was—he was a video game guy out there. You can play video games. Yeah. He was, he, he's the yeah. cheat code. He—he um, yeah. was a a guard tonight slash Deion Sanders on the corner. Like he was jumping lanes <laughs> like he was Deion Sanders and pick sixes. It felt like every possession, picking pockets, jumping lanes. Like, yo, he took the win out of the Knicks' sale. Yeah, yeah. He he played a great game. He played a hell of a game. He played a hell of a game. And, 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 and you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to big him up on that. And you know what I'm saying? But Nickelbacker have, you know, plugged it perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Like when when we had a chance, it was like, okay, cool. And and, and that's exactly what we was doing. It was like, yo, we we seen Trey Young out. We started, you know, what I'm saying, scoring some points, but then Murray just kicked it up and just. 
I mean, and like you said, Steve, he was everything. He rebounded. He stole the ball. He got in lanes. He hit threes. He drove on cats. He 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 got assists. I mean, whoever thought he couldn't run that team, he can't run that team. Man, listen. You know what I'm saying? I, it's 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 almost a shame that they start him. You understand what I'm saying? And and somebody is going to really reckon with with that that decision. Not that he's a better point guard than than Trey Young because he's not. But he is as gifted as that man is, man. And and again, I think I said this last year, Steve. You know what I'm saying? When 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 or, or rather when when the trade went down, I was like, wasn't wasn't we in at the Spurs trying to get somebody? Why we didn't get the, the, the you know why 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 we didn't get that man? Why we didn't get Murray? Like 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 we had all the assets we needed. Why why we didn't get him? Not to say that I don't like Brunson because I like Brunson, but. I'm starting to see why Cats kept on talking about his defense. It's not bad, <clears throat> right? And, and, you know, he's he's a better defensive player than Fournier is, but it's just that his size is, is when the switch comes, smart coaches are taking advantage of it, and, and they're getting him into foul trouble. They're not doing it a lot, but I see it happening. So um, it, it, was just, it was just one of them games, Steve. Yeah, I, I I'm just you know we we us guys on this line man like we don't we're not we're from an era where 23 point leads is a win 99 percent uh-huh. of the time like this today's <laughs> NBA I'm not used to blowing let alone a 23 point like if you came back from 23 points 10 years ago 20 years ago it took you three quarters to get over that deficit it should have take you 10 fucking minutes yo <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like that, that's yeah. not supposed to yeah. happen. And the funny thing in that that, that the Knicks could have even blew it quicker because they actually stopped. They made a couple of shots. I remember RJ had hit a shot. I think Brunson hit a shot. So mm-hmm. it, it could have blown quicker in, in that second quarter. Uh, here, let me go to Av with this. Av, this is Live had great points about Hardenstein. Here's the thing: I understand why they made the move with trading offense, giving up defense, but the defense was going to be exposed. I have a problem with Obi Toppin chucking up threes. Mm. Mm. Listen, the, the thing mm. with this, Av, I'll go to you. If we're going to acquire a guy like Hartenstein, who I believe has actually a good form, he has a good, you know, follow through on his jumper, like, looks like when he shoots, like, it has a good chance of going in. Like, I think he has excellent form. I think the coach, Thibodeau, needs to get him in positions to, to use him as a stretch five. You know what I'm saying? I, I listen, I I am the top in three. I, I'm tired. I will be top in chucking the threes, man. The, the teams know he can't shoot. Like he'll make a couple of. See, that's that's the dangerous thing about this shit with him. He'll make two and he'll shoot all night and miss the rest. That's Obi Toppin. Mm-hmm. Obi mm-hmm. Toppin should have more three point attempts than your entire team. Like when you think of the New York Knicks, as Obi Toppin should be the last person. And three pointed tips in any game. You know what I'm saying? If me, you, and Live Av were on the Nick roster and got minutes, we should have more three pointed tips than Obi Toppin. Yep. Uh, yep. Well, you, Av, well no, you're absolutely not, right. Because Obi Toppin shot two for six. He, and you're right. He tied with Barrett for the, you know, for the most three pointed attempts tonight. 
He shot two for six. Barrett also shot two for six. And, and, and he finished with 12 points in 18 minutes. Um, I don't understand. Obviously, someone is listening to our shows because the first thing that we all said in the beginning of the season is that Obi needs to get, get, get to work on, on, on his three-point shooting. And since then, he's been chucking them up at, at will. I guess since, you know, we don't have a Kevin Knox and, 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 and since quickly it's not taking him as much as he used to, and Derrick Rose is not looking for a shot as often, um, Obi's going to say, fuck it, I'm going to take a couple, you know, since, since Julius is sitting down, fuck it, I'm gonna, it's going to be on me. But the, the funny thing is, is that, you know, you were mentioning Hartenstein, and um, you're right. Um, he, you know, he, I think that Thibodeau needs to work, you know, work on some plays to get him open more and put him in position so that he can take that three and expose him and stretch out the floor. Um, but for whatever reason, he, you know, for the last, what, five or six years, the center position is, is basically, you know, the, the guy, you know, that gets the ball at the top of the key, runs a pick and roll, moves the ball around, you know, around the defender's head and then passes it off to whoever, whether it be at the time Carmelo Anthony or it would be Christos Porzingis or it would be, you know, you know, whoever was the number one guy, you know, in the other team, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, and now, now Jalen Brunson. Um, I would love to see more, you know, of an offensive scheme that does kind of run a little bit through the center. I mean, obviously, you know, that's old school. You know, that's what we, you know, the weed is Nick fans. You know, us older Nick fans are used to, obviously, when the ball went through, you know, went through Ewing in, the, in those years, and then it, it, it kind of escalated. But the fact of the matter is, is that I'm with live on this one. Um, I don't understand why Thibodeau, I mean, given, yeah, Robinson had four fouls, but why would you play Hardenstein that many minutes? Yeah. And, and he played 25 minutes. You know, and, and just to run a comparison, Mitchell only played 18, and Sims did not play at all. So that has to tell you how the centers are, are are being distributed. And not to say that I don't want Hardenstein to get his, his minutes, because obviously he deserves them. He's working hard. He is, the, you know, he, he is doing his, his best, and he's, show, he's giving you a lot of energy. And he is, you know, capable of of, of, of tipping the ball and you know, and keeping the ball alive and, and getting a, an offensive rebound here or there. But the reality is, is that since he, that's not really his game. It's never been his game. You know, now that I've had a chance to kind of look over, you know, you know what he did in Los Angeles and, and, and anywhere else that he's been, um, that's not his game. He doesn't play like a big man. He plays, you know, like a, basically a, a, a stretch power forward that, you know, that likes to shoot the outside shot every now and then. He, you know, he'll, he'll get you a couple of boards. He'll, he'll block the shot or two here, here and there. But when you need a defense, that's when you needed to bring Mitchell Robinson, and you and, and you needed at least a Jericho Sims to give you six fouls, just to be somewhat of a deterrent. You know, when when the Hawks were kind of like waltzing in, in, in into the paint and getting easy, you know, easy transition buckets. I'm sorry, but let's let's address the big elephant in the room: 17 turnovers for 26 points off of those turnovers. Mm-hmm. That that number is, I mean, I know that we live in the NBA in, in the NBA now, where you know ten to twelve turnovers is not a big deal. Maybe even fifteen. 
almost 20. Uh, once you start getting to the 25s is when, you, is when you start really realizing that a team is, you know, is not taking care of the rock. But if – I don't care if you have seven turnovers or 17 or 70. The points off the turnovers are the critical, the critical number, and that's really the, the, the huge difference factor in, this, in tonight's game. Besides the fact that the Knicks didn't shoot very well from three-point land, um, besides the fact that they just weren't getting into the paint, they were, they were basically doing like one and done. I mean, shit, they shot 10 for 37 from, from, from beyond the arc compared to 12 and 34 from, from Atlanta. Um, and then what in the hell, this is now the second or maybe even the third year in a row where free throws are becoming a and uh, 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 are not being utilized correctly. Why is it that the Knicks are now just not hitting free throws, crucial free throws? Every point is precious, no matter how you know how how small you think they are. Every point is precious, and especially when you have a problem putting four quarters offensively and defensively together, especially against the good teams in the NBA, like your Atlanta Hawks, like your Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, like your Milwaukee Bucks, those free throws will come to bite you in the ass. If you're getting the opportunities, you got to make the best of them. I mean, it, it kills me that you see guys like Obi and Julius and, and even Fournier taking, and, and an occasion R.J. Barrett taking these highly contested three pointers. But when it comes to getting on the line, when you have nobody contesting you, you're not making them count. That's like you know, like like the adverse opposite um, philosophy that I ever know, and that's something that has to go to the coach. I think the coach needs to you know really get onto the you know get on them about you know making their fucking free throws because I mean yeah they're professionals and and they're getting paid lots of money, but at the same time make your fucking points. If you're if you're gifted a free throw, call the free throw. Make the fucking free throw so that way we can at least have a fighting chance. I mean, if you make some of those free throws, we're talking about a, maybe a 10-point loss as opposed to like an 18- to 20-point loss. That's a, that makes a huge difference. Then, of course, the turnovers, as I mentioned before. Turnovers, that's just, not, that's just ridiculous to me, especially for a team that was showing you a lot of good glimpses of, deep, of defensive intensity, especially in the first four games of the season, to all of a sudden go to Cleveland, go to Milwaukee, and then come home to Atlanta and, and basically shit the bed on defense in crucial moments. Hey, mm-hmm. don't forget mm-hmm. last Wednesday when we were on here, Ab, we gave up 129 points. I mean, now it's, I didn't want to bring that up. We shouldn't be giving up 129. Charles, a nice, okay team, but 129, in the OT? Mm-hmm. That's a lot, dog. That is a lot, but... but I'm, I'm, I'm noticing that it, you know, especially in that Charlotte game, you know, the pace was you know you know was you know was very brisk and very fast. It, you know, everything was you know up tempo. Now that the Knicks have now played three good teams in a row, and are about to play their fourth one on uh, on Friday in, in, in Philadelphia, even though Philadelphia is struggling, but you're still not going to sleep on the on the Sixers because you know they can turn it on at any any given point. You have to protect the rock. Right. You have to to keep that intensity and that pace because because if you're not, you're gonna you're gonna keep on having these stumbling, bumbling moments and these stumbling, bumbling games where you know you could be up, you could have a lead, and then you lose it. 
Real, real quick, if you can answer this question, then we go to live because I mean, I mean, we could spend a whole episode on what you just said. I, you're totally right. But let me ask you this on Derrick Rose: um, how many how many games are you going to give him as far as okay, a shell of Derrick Rose is back to what he was when we first got him in the trade with Detroit two years ago? Because uh, you know he hasn't played a lot of minutes. What could we do, or what are they going to do to get him going? And do you think? I mean, you've seen him. You, is this enough sample size to say, okay, is he coming back, or is it is it finally he's over the the cliff, the wall, whatever the cliche term is? As far as all right, he looks, he's old. You know, I mean, what are your thoughts? Because normally, I mean, he he made a couple of open threes versus like let's say Detroit or what was the other bum team we beat, whatever it was, I forget. You know, but Orlando. Before we ran into this. Orlando, yeah, those two teams. Everything's all fine with beating up the, the, the NBA lottery teams in the East. But when you run into fucking Milwaukee, Cleveland, the Hawks, now you got Philly and Boston, and I'm, this is, I'm, I'm going to throw that question at Mr. Lock because I would love his thoughts. I'm telling you, man, it changes week to week. What are your thoughts as far as Derrick Rose and then we'll go to live? Well, Derrick Rose, um, Thibodeau loves him. Obviously, you know, he, he 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 knows him like the back of his hand. He almost loves him like a son. And it's odd and it's odd because we actually have an assistant coach whose son plays for us. This is you know, tip for tat there. But um I think you kinda have to give Derrick Rose um as much leeway as you can. This may be his swan song, um, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't I honestly don't think that um that Rose you, you, you know, you should you know, you, you would hope that he give you you know, some good moments this season. And, but with Jalen Brunson right now, um, you know, occupying the majority of the point guard minutes, and then, you, you know, you're, you're throwing in quickly here and there, um, you're not going to expect too much from Derrick Rose. You're not going to get, obviously, you're not going to get the MVP Rose. And you're not going to get the Rose that, you know, that came to us the first time nor the second time. Um, you're gonna get a, you're gonna get, you know, whatever Derrick Rose has left, and you know that's the goddamn truth. With me saying that, and figuring that somebody's always listening to us in some way, shape, or form, um, he's probably gonna have a big game up against Philadelphia. Um, he's probably gonna show his ass off on on that one. Um, you know, you know, there's somewhat of a favorable matchup, uh, and uh, you know, with Philly. And also with Boston, but it all depends on, you know, how does Thibodeau manage him? Because I know they're trying to manage his minutes. They're trying to limit him. And they also want to expose, um, they want to, you know, not ex- expose is the wrong word. They want to, to maximize um, their investment in Jalen Brunson and, you know, hope that quickly also can pick up on it because he's going to be up for a contract soon too. So I wouldn't be, I mean, how many games? I don't know, 20, 30? At the same time, I'm not holding my breath for Derrick Rose. Gotcha, gotcha. Let's go to live. Same question for you on Derrick Rose, but also live. We're going back to last week, right? Because you were mm-hmm. highly confident. Oh, we could, we could take Milwaukee. We could take Cleveland. Mm-hmm. We had Atlanta. Yep. Now, now, how do you feel a week later uh, after what you saw in those games? And then you got the, we got a back-to-back versus the division teams. And then Minnesota's kind of struggled a little after that. But Derrick Rose, those thoughts on, um, you know, the upcoming – oh, the games we just had, how you felt last right. Wednesday when we were on here after the win and now after you saw blowing leads in Cleveland and 
Oh man, this is probably the worst of the blow leans I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Okay, I won't say ever mm-hmm. seen. I'll say it's been a long time. In a quick matter right. of time. Your thoughts. Right. I mean, well, you know, as far as um as far as roles go, uh, uh, again, man, I, I believe, you know, the you know, the these minutes is him rounding out back into shape. You know, remember the cat was, was injured for a very long time. <clears throat> So we don't know, you know, how much, you know, uh, stretching and role work and, you know, practice he actually got while he was injured. You know, you know, he came back in and, you know, and lost weight. But, you know, we know that that um, sometimes doesn't translate into, you know, actually being able to perform at, at your peak situation. So I believe that he, that he looks like that because – he didn't get a lot of summer work. He he was healing, and you know he he, he had surgery, and you know he was he was on a strict diet, and you know whatever workout he could have did was probably just purely uh, cardio and, and physical. It wasn't uh, game, you know, pick up games and you know black ops stuff like him and Melo used to do and all of that. So um, I don't think you know I I don't really don't think nothing of what's happening right now. I I actually think he's being played because they trying to round him back into shape, you know, because it's always, you know, 15, you know, 17 minutes and that's it, you know, um, you know, as, as far as, as far as us and, and the, you know, and you know, what, what happened, you know, in the first couple of games and then what's coming, you know, uh, right back at us, I, you know, I, I'm still, I'm again, man, I, I you know, I want to preface it like, like dog, I'm still in my little, you know, 10, 15 game evaluation, you know, but in saying that, man, the, the, the trend I see is already rounding out. Again, our interior defense is caca. You understand what I'm saying? I, it's, it's horrible. Um, I think, I think Thibodeau is looking at Hart and Hartenstein like he's uh, uh, Noah, you know, where Noah used to, st- you know, stand on that high, you know, uh, 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 foul line, you know, elbow and distribute through that. Um, you know, but he, he but he's looking at him like, oh, he's, he's, he's Joaquin with a, with a, with a jump shot. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think he's trying very hard to incorporate that at the expense of one, um, Robinson and and his maturation and two, our team's on the, uh, in interior defense. Okay, our, our interior rebounding out now again. We didn't we we didn't we didn't total rebounds. We didn't we didn't lose that 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 crazy. But you know what I'm saying? It was it was. I think we we lost it on the offensive with five. You know, so we didn't get them important important rebounds that we needed to have. Um. Again, I I kind of thought the, the three games I thought we would have got one, right? Again, I wasn't scared, and, and and if you really look at that 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 Bucks game, man, that Bucks game wasn't bad. You understand? I, you know, it wasn't bad. We was in there. Um, it was just a couple of things again that didn't happen. Again, the rebound and the the, the defense, the three point defense was just horrible. You know, so these are the trends. That's obviously going going to affect us on these last couple of games, especially with, with, with um with with Boston. Okay, like 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 you got we got to defend on Boston. 
All right, we we can double and beat and everything, and 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 we can we can handle a struggling seventy sixes game. I looked at the seventy sixes game and thought we could have won that one. I'm not scared of them them got them cats. You know what I'm saying? Boston was the one I was looking at. Um, that we 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 wasn't gonna win. Uh, uh, the Bucks, I, I didn't think we would have won that one. You understand? And you know, um, for me, Cleveland was the toss up. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, and we could have won the Cleveland game. I don't, I don't think we 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 should have lost that one. But but again, in saying that, I don't think we should have lost tonight. We was up fucking twenty fucking points. You <laughs> saying like it's, it's not like th- like this game was crazy. It's like it's like yo, somebody went to their bookie and was like, yo, son. <laughs> take the take take the over and under however whatever that that gamble talk is man it's like yo they just they just bailed out and they just said yo we're gonna stop playing right but then we also see the in, in, in the internal struggles with Thibodeau and offensively coaching this team he hasn't done that since he's got here fellas I'm 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 trying to tell you that now he don't call no plays. Right, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, like like the reason why I love Popovich so much, man, is because you see Popovich's play, and it's the reason why Dejounte Murray probably was like, "Yo, I'm out." You know what I'm saying? I heard, I heard, uh, 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 uh I forgot the homie name, uh, Captain Jack. You know what I'm saying? Steve, Stephen Jackson was like, "Yo, I had to leave, I had to leave the Spurs because the Spurs have a system, and if you don't play that system, you're not playing in it." Right, so you know what I'm saying? But you can see. Spurs, they be having these 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 back draw players, and they all they always be close to the playoffs. In game in game, out. you know what I'm saying? Why? It's because they call plays, and they run everybody ass raggedy. Though every team that come down there, they got they got to keep on. You know what I'm saying? Getting a mouthful of them uh, of them plays. Thibodeau don't do that. It's a half ass Princeton up, up 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 around the perimeter. You know what I'm saying? And whoever they get to, that's an ISO on that side. Right? If they call if they if they call an ISO down low, whoever's bringing that ball up, you know what I'm saying? That man is posting on, on you know what I'm saying over there by 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 that uh, up top by 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 where he's going to eventually be down there on the blocks. And that's only one person now because we don't have nobody else posting. Why 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 haven't you? Seen, remember back in the days where we used to see all these kind of guards and everybody else posting. Nobody – R.J. – I've never – I don't remember R.J. having a mismatch or the coach going, you know what I'm saying, or, or somebody on the floor going, take that take that man down low. You know what I'm saying? Since a mouse in the house, take him down low. You know what I'm saying? And, and let's not talk about Obi Toppin, man. Let me let me go back to Obi Toppin real quick, man. Trade that dude. Trade that dude. You know why I say that? You know what I'm saying? Because he's not going to be who he needs to be on this club. You understand what I'm saying? Like he needs minutes to to get confidence in that bullshit John fucking three pointer that he got. It's th- he don't have it. You know, you be you be all wild and willy when he hit them first two. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but he don't hit another one after that. And, and his only other money, you live. Apologies for fucking for, for, for interrupting, but you, what no, you just no, said, trade him. You, you just said trade him because he needs minutes. The majority yeah. of uh, of the Knickerbocker Nation will say, "Well, then why don't you just trade Randall?" 
But well, well, I mean, I mean, would you really want to? I mean, I, you know, what I'm saying, I, you know, I understand a lot of people are Randall fans, right? But man, listen, Randall is not the problem. I will say that. No, I'm not. I a agree Randall with you. Fan. I'm, yeah, I'm not a big Randall fan either. But at the same time, Randall is at least. I mean, Jesus Christ! If you're just talking about the Eastern Conference, man, he got to be the. Oh God. I mean, I'm not right off the top of my head. The, the, maybe the maybe the fifth or sixth best point. I mean, power forward on 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 the East, right? He's an All Star caliber player, man. And with Brunson, I think he's going to be an All Star this year. You understand? But they need more distractions. They need they need RJ to hit that outside shot. You know what I'm saying? They need they need um, uh, Robinson on the floor to get damn rebounds so he don't have to do all of his work. His turnover tonight was him doing too much. It was at a key moment Randall had to, had to turn over. You know what I'm saying? Right, and, right. And, and it's all because we don't have the proper shooters. We need shooters. We need clutch. Well, well, or, or we need somebody well, clutch. Uh, maybe, Just like in that maybe, game. Maybe, maybe, being a little bit optimistic, I'll go back to F. Maybe, you know, Grimes return. We'll see a little bit of a mix-up with adding more shooting. Because uh, Av, and I'll go, uh, I'll go back to you, and then we can go back to life for final thoughts. Life is right. We need shooting too, man. Like this is one of those games where I kind of miss Alec Burks. What's he doing in Detroit? Is he? Does he want to come back to New York? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sure he does as long as he doesn't have to run the point. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty have, sure that he'll. He, right. he doesn't ask you, but, but 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 then again, you forget who the, who's the man pulling the strings, and that's Tom Thibodeau. And, and if Thibodeau wants to run a three-headed point guard monster with you, you know with Brunson, Rose, and then throwing Burks in there, just you know, ah, you know, just the shits and giggles. Listen, look, if it's besides if, besides that, listen, go ahead. Besides that, what we need is oddly enough. A real power forward to back up Julius Randle. And I was going to say that. Man, this is what this is this is what you do. You get okay. I, I hate to play armchair GM, and I'll be real quick so I can go back to you and we'll go live for final thoughts. Get Alec Burks back. Throw top in Detroit. He'll get all the minutes in Detroit. Try to get Parley at another thirteen to get a, a a dirty gritty guy. Shit, maybe give Marvin Bagley the third another chance. He ain't got to be the superstar. I don't know. Just go in there and be a Dennis Rodman and be a, just be a pest down there. Do something. And you got Sims down there. I, I don't even know why Sims don't give him minutes. You need somebody who's a live wire who's going to give you a lot of energy. Like, Top will give you energy, but he does it in the transition. He cherry picks, and he'll throw up a lot of bunch of moon rock three-pointers. He's not going to get down there and bang out with guys. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, listen, Bert, well, he doesn't have the body for it anyway. I get it. Yeah, exactly. So, But it would be really nice on a night like this to stop the bleeding with Alec Burks. No, we already got the two point guards out. It was not his fault he had to run point guard. It was the situation at the time. Let's go back to you real quick. Say something real quick. We'll go to live for final thoughts and then back to you after that. Um, I'm just going to repeat what I just said. Um, we, need, we need a power forward that's going to play the power forward position behind Julius Randle. Um, I had <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. You're absolutely right. 
You're absolutely right. And and, and 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 while we're talking about Alec Burks, you know, and what he's doing in Detroit, but what is Taj Gibson doing in Washington right now? So, you, you know, maybe we can, you, you know, maybe we just swing a deal there. Um, you know, throw him a second round draft pick or something. I don't know. Give him something to give him something, you know, you know, you know, to bring that man back because even though he wasn't the, the producer that he was in Chicago, he is still the presence that you know that leadership presence down low, and enough of enough of a scoring threat to at least you know you could you could rely on him to post somebody up and muscle them a little bit and bully them a little bit just to you know. And I, I, I mean, while we're at it, shit, you know, I'm almost, I, and I know people are going to, you know, you're going to shit on me for saying this, but Carmelo Anthony ain't got nothing to do. You can always <laughs> bring him in. With the plate of four? What do you mean bring him in? With the sitting in those Michelob seats with Stoudemire and John Starrs? What do you mean bring him in? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at, th- at this point, at, th- at this point, what we, you know, besides shooting, which obviously we do need, but then, then again, our only shoot, our only clear-cut shooter in the, in, 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 on this team hasn't been really shooting as much, and that would be Evan yep. Fournier. You yeah. would really, you would really benefit from having a versatile forward like a Mello. Even you know, you don't have to play him more than 20, 20 minutes a game, and and you can have him coming off the bench. And you could, and, and even if you if you try to combine you can you know combine him on one you know Brando on the left side and him on the right you know at least now you have you know some front court presence and somebody and, and and two guys you can you can stretch the floor a little bit but I mean that's just me that's just me playing the armchair GM I'm obviously not you know World Wide West or Steve or you know Scott Perry or you know I'm not any of those guys but. At the same time, there is a huge deficiency on this team. They're glaringly obvious. We Yes, we finally got the point guard, but now we don't have shooting and we don't have any interior defense. And nope. I'm, I'm sorry, but remind me again why we extended Mitchell Robinson for four years, $60 million. Right, right, right. If you're not right. – doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me anymore – you know, you you could you could have used him in a sign and trade situation, and you could have gotten right. somebody to be that body down low, so that way you don't have you know nights like this and nights like the, like the Charlotte game, where guys were just freaking just waltzing into the, into the paint, get, get having having the field day in terms of layups and rebounding. That's you know that's unexcusable. Not when you have big bodies like Jericho Sims, Mitchell Robinson. And Isaiah Hartenstein. Listen. All right. All right. Cool. Let's go to live. Uh, live. Give us your final thoughts. Man. And don't hang up. Uh, get you, after I speak, y'all guys stay on real quick. But final thoughts from everybody. All right. Uh, live and then go back to F. Yeah. Yeah. So so here's my thing, right? We, You know, since we're in the office, man, and we, we got the coffee and the bagels rolling, you know what I'm saying, on the GM tip. Um. Let's 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 package let's let's package Mitch Toppin and probably McBride, right? You know what I'm saying? Let's say let's say McBride for for right now, right? No, no, I'm sorry. Wow, I'm bugging out. He's not gonna do it, but let's throw Rose in that, right? Let us get a dirty 
workhorse powerful, right? Somebody who is only going to block shots and rebound, right? Play him at the five, make that a versatile situation. More or less, we already have that dude in Sims. Sims can play that five, right? And I will show you one of our most successful years, you understand, was Mitch and Noel coming off the bench behind each other. Noel was, was the fifth best defensive center that year, regardless of what, who started or whatever. But Noel killed everybody when he got in and, and, and then played defense. Um, why? Because he, he, could, he could go three, four fouls deep because he was coming off the bench. And then when Mitch got hurt, he started, and he played smarter. And he had somebody else come 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 from behind him to play. Matter of fact, he had Charles come back. You know what I'm saying? To 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 Nickelbaka Adams point. Something needs to we need we we need a, a a dirty workhorse power forward, and we need a a three that can shoot the three consistently. That dude the other day in Cleveland, Wade. What was was that Cleveland? That was Cleveland, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Wade yeah, that was, that was. murdered us. That's who that's who beat us in that game. It was him. All right, and 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 and, 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 and oh, you know what? I was going I was going to talk about this. Your man RJ is turning out to be a sieve. He cannot defend a a coat hanger. I'm serious, man. You know what I'm saying? We talk about. We talking about bringing Melo in there, who, 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 by the way, is one of my is like the third most favorite uh, Nick on ever, or ever, right? Um, we talking about bringing Melo back here, man. Listen, RJ cannot defend. He is not that good. He has his moments, but he is not that good because he was getting molested today. And 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 that dude Wade killed him that day. Killed killed him the day that we played. What's it called? He had a career night on. on, on, I, on, on. I, I, I will say one thing, though, like, but I want you to continue your final thoughts. I thought he did a good mm-hmm. job for the time being on Trey Young. They threw him on Trey Young, and Trey Young missed a lot of shots, but I got to give RJ credit on that. But it's almost like I'm going to pass this back to you because it's almost like I understand what you're saying because they gave him the very tough assignments. They gave him John Morant. You know what I'm saying? And so his office suffers. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. have Trey Young tonight. But then you have these other nights, like you said, like you said, with Wade. You know, his closeout defense is not good. So I'll give you that. So it's kind of tricky with him because I really think they give – like, the Knicks aren't a really a good defensive team anyway, so they throw him on their opposite team best player. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, he. Do, I think he does try, though. Because, I mean, what other options right. you can't throw Fournier on these cats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Well, I, I get it. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I get that, and and I'll even agree with you on that. You know what I'm saying? Now that you you kind of put it that way, I'm like, okay, well, they can't. There's not a whole lot, lot of other options that they could do today. Um, uh, uh, Cam, I like Cam. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I you know, again, I, I believe. You know, this is this is one of my final thoughts, man. I believe Thibodeau has a, um job allocation problem. You understand what I'm saying? I think his system um, flows too freely, right? You know what I'm saying? I think it's set up too freely, and I, I think the I think the overall assignments are not definitive enough, right, where, where 
where where Cam needs to be spoken to about taking dumbass shots, right? I, you know, see, listen, your job is out there to defend and take the open shot, right? The open shot, not the shot you think that's going that's going to dagger these dudes for a minute. You need to take the open shot, and you need to defend, and you need to rebound. He is too athletic. When I see him move, man, he moves with such grace. I swear to God, Steve, you know what I'm saying? That dude is is, is a he, – he has it all. He just doesn't use it, and his, and his recognition of it is horrible. Again, man, I you know, I, I know it's too early to be talking about trades, man, but um, – and firings, but Thibodeau is, is on, on my hot seat right now. Um, as far as his job allocation and um, and really his substitution, you know, he needs to stop falling in love with Hardenstein. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and get Sims off the off the bench, man. Um, other than that, again, man, I'm, I'll give my really really tight assessment. You know, at game 15, man. You know what I'm saying? Nick 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 for life, man. Me blue. You know what I'm saying? That's me. Shout out to live, man. Thank you very much. Stay on real quick. Uh, yes, sir. Shout out to the live man. Of course, uh, Av, wrap it up, and we'll give final thoughts, and then and I'm closing out immediately after Av. But say you guys stay on. <laughs> so is this final thought time, or is this just another thought? Final, yeah, final thought. Final thought. All right. Final thought is that the Knicks, um, uh, unfortunately, folks, the Knicks came back to earth. I know that we were all on a good high um, on, on, during that first week. Um, Considering how you know how we performed against Memphis and how we took care of Charlotte, Detroit, and uh, and uh, Orlando. Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but you know now we're playing the good teams, and you know there's more coming. Um, you know we got Philly, we got Boston, and then later on we got Brooklyn, and you know they just fired Steve Nash. So you know, and, and they're finalizing the deal with Odoka, so Odoka's going to have them, you know, you know, run to the gym, and they're going to be, you know, hungry for that first win or the second or whatever the, you know, whatever they're at at this, at this point. So uh, the Knicks need to make some moves, and, and I'm not talking about just you know transactions. I'm talking about they need they need to make some adjustments. Thibodeau needs to make you know get this team on, you know, uh, under some kind of control because you know uh, a performance such as that one. Being up by 23 and then ended up losing, you know, by double digits, you know, in such an embarrassing fashion on your home court is unacceptable. I mean, we're not expecting a victory in every game, but we are expecting effort. We are expecting a fighting, a fighter's chance, and we and definitely some excitement. And I'm sorry, but, you know, as, as excited as I was in the first quarter, that went completely away after I saw the next three. So, Come on now. The Knicks have to – Thibodeau needs to get these guys going, and these players need to – whatever it is that, that they think they're doing right now, they need to pull their heads down of their asses and focus. Protect the rock. Look up for the open shooter. Not just settling for just the, you know, the straightaway open three. You know, move the ball. And, and more importantly, can we have some kind of – some kind of, of, of – of, I don't know, some devotion towards – defending the lane and not allowing the opposition just to have free reign on your paint. It doesn't, it's like you're not expecting to win basketball games if you're so hollow in the, you know, down low. It's just, it, I haven't seen it. You know, 
I've seen just about every good team that there is, you know, in the NBA over the last 25 years, and I can say about the vast majority of them had a good, solid interior. But I, so I don't know, you know, if it's just us, you know, we're old heads now or something, but that's, that's unacceptable to me. Um, on, the, on another note, completely separate, I have an announcement to make. November 13th. November 13th, mark that day at 3.30 at Tito's Barbecue Station in Harlem. The address is 348 Lennox Avenue between West 127th and West 128th. I will be in the house for the official screening of our New York Knicks long-suffering fanumentary, Orange and the Blues. We'll have an official screening. I'll be on Mm -hmm. hand. JSB Matt Matt Hatter will be on hand. Uh, a lot of other Knicks fans will be on hand. I think we're playing that game uh, th- that day as well. So, you know, once the documentary is over, we can we can switch over to the game. Um, it should be a lot of fun, a, you know, good drinks, good food, good people. Uh, I'm inviting everybody. Again, that's Tito's Barbecue Station in Harlem, 348 Lennox Ave, between West 127th and West 128th. Official screening of Orange and the Blues. It's a Keith Roberts film by Left Turn Productions. Nice, very nice. All right, cool, man. Shout out to Ad, man. Thank you very much. I have, I'm, I'm out of words, man. So it's for live, <laughs> for live, and, and Av, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitchy. Fellas, stay on real quick. That's the conclusion, man. We got next week versus the Nets, man. All right, song us with Bleed Blue. Bleed Blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue.